there are events that test our mettle and our resolve. As we move through this crisis, how are we coping, adapting, fighting on? Join us for local stories of perseverance, creativity, and contributing to community as we showcase Detroit area leaders who share their thoughts and stories and discuss how they and their organizations are managing adversity and serving others. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward and Metro Detroiters who are pivoting, evolving, and moving ahead. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward. I'm John Gay. Chances are you've spent a lot of time in front of the television these last few weeks. And while we're all used to seeing commercials for the Sam Bernstein Law Firm, you may have noticed that those commercials now look and sound a little different. With me today is the man you've seen on many of those commercials, Mark Bernstein. Mark, thanks for being here today. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Mark, the Bernstein Law Firm does a lot of television advertising, but what kind of discussions did your family have when it came to changing the messaging of these commercials these last couple months? When the impact of the coronavirus began to become apparent to us, we quickly realized that the type of advertising that we do, and frankly, any advertising that any law firm, car dealership, any service was going to be quickly obsolete in almost every way. And people were going to be in a situation where the last thing they were thinking about was pursuing a personal injury claim. Mm -hmm. We've always believed quite strongly that um, you have to be authentic. You can't put something on TV or on radio or in in any of all of your marketing content, all of your marketing activity needs to be authentic and match the moment. Mm They're two different things, but they both need to be true. And at the very moment when we felt as if it was our responsibility to very powerfully send a message in public about the importance of taking care of each other, the importance of reaching out to each other during this extraordinarily challenging moment, um, when people felt isolated, when people feel um, vulnerable, when there's a great deal of anxiety and fear that it was the appropriate moment to use our voice, to use our advertising, to ask people to do something that was um, different than what we typically ask them to do. And that it would be, in some respects, disruptive to do that. You know, people are so used to seeing me or my sister or my dad on television, ask them to call us because we want to help them. And that's our work. That if we were to go on television at this moment and say, don't call us, this is not that moment, there will be a moment, God forbid, if you need help, legal help, if you've been hurt in in an accident. Sure. But right now, the biggest need is reaching out to people who are isolated. And that's exactly what we did. And the response that we've received from that ad was far beyond what we ever expected it to be. Sometimes you put something on television and you don't quite know how it's going to land. And, you know, it's like the Wayne Gretzky quote, you know, you always want to skate to where you think the puck is going, not to where the puck is. Uh And sometimes you get it right. And sometimes you don't get it right. You just, you miss the puck. In this instance, with that particular effort skated right to where the puck was going, that this message resonated with people in ways that we didn't frankly fully expect or appreciate when we actually wrote the ad and shot the ad. 
I think from a viewer perspective, I'm used to hearing your voice on the television. I'm used to hearing, you know, call Sam. And then I, I think I was, you know, multitasking or dual screening or whatever it was. And I heard I heard you say, we're not asking you to call Sam. And I, I kind of did a double take and I looked up at the TV and I said, wait, what did he just say? So I think, like you said, that disruption really uh, caught people's attention. And it is so important in these current times where people are isolated to reach out and call someone that may not have a lot of interaction. I know I've reached out to whether it's single friends my own age who are living alone or, you know, my parents. I've probably spent more time on FaceTime with my mom and dad in the last month than I have in probably the last year. So your point is certainly well taken. Well, John, one thing to mention that is so true is that the message was so disruptive in the sense that it's not what people expect us to say, but it still felt authentic to who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what makes that message really powerful. You know, normally when we, when we run an ad, we run an ad and we let it run for a period of time, typically a relatively short period of time. And then we pull it down and we, Mm -hmm. we have continued to run this ad and continue to get the same positive reaction measured by people calling our office just to let them know, hey, I just called my friend who I hadn't talked to in 20, 25 years. Oh, wow. I just reached out by email to someone from my church who I hadn't talked to in a long time. Um, Our pastor referenced this in a message to our community, and I took it to heart and reached out to two or three other people who I know just want to hear from somebody. It was both disruptive with respect to the way people expect content from us to look or sound or feel. But at the same time, it was authentic and resonated very powerfully as a result. It's a credit to you and to your family and to the firm. Obviously, you're a very successful law firm, you know, and you have a lot of cachet here in the community, but that it is on brand for you and people can see that, that it is so important to your family to be citizens of Southeast Michigan and to be part of this amazing community. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. 100% right. You know, we always say the values don't matter unless they cost you something. Mm. And, you know, it'd be really easy to keep running the normal ads or just to pull the ads down completely. Sure. Neither of which we've done. And we've chosen to go in a different direction. And we're really, really, really pleased with having done so. Excellent. So you started off with the don't call Sam, call a loved one. And then again, as a member of this community, you formed a partnership with Michigan's own Big B Coffee. Can you tell me about that? We were thinking, what is? what can we do next? What can we, you know, we've spent some time asking people to call a loved one, call someone isolated or vulnerable during this time, call family members. How can we now, you know, watching on television, well, we're for the most part at home, mm-hmm. but watching these incredible heroes across our society, but in particular, healthcare heroes, nurses, doctors, hospital workers going into very difficult circumstances, Yeah, oftentimes without the proper equipment, you know, putting themselves at risk ahead of their own interests behind the interests of patients and other, pe- other families. Of course, police officers and firefighters and paramedics doing the exact same thing on a day-to-day basis. How do we, in a very small way, express our gratitude to these heroes. Mm-hmm. And ritual is an important thing in, in these moments. A cup of coffee is a, is a small thing. It's just a cup of coffee. But it's a, a way of saying to someone, hey, it's, and it's part of our culture. You know, let me get you a cup of coffee. Let me just kind of help. Let me express to you a gratitude to you for something that you're doing. Yeah. And so we just, you know, we thought about this generally and then thought, you know, how in the world are we going to do this? I mean, we, we can't 
<laughs> you serve hundreds and hundreds or thousands of cups of coffee. <laughs> Who can help us do that? So we've always loved Big B as a, also a, we believe a great local citizen in our community. They have mm-hmm. 300, approximately 300 local owner operator uh, locations across Michigan and, and actually beyond Michigan, but mostly in Michigan. We felt that they'd share our values in this. So we reached out to the leadership of Big B and they were completely enthusiastic about this. We haven't signed a contract. We This has all been done with not even a handshake. We can't shake hands. We did a, a Zoom. Well, hang on a second. <laughs> a family of lawyers doesn't have no, a contract? No, there's no, there's been no, it's been entirely on trust. We said, hey, would this be something you'd want to do? What do you think? Here's approximately what we'd like to say, which is exactly what we say in the TV ad. You know, we want to thank these heroes in a small way. Here's a free cup of coffee on us. So for anybody who hasn't seen the ad, Mark, how does the partnership work? We are uh, running television ads uh, across Michigan on every channel, every TV station, and every market in Michigan. Thanking our frontline healthcare workers, our paramedics, our emergency, our first responders, paramedics, firefighters, police officers, and telling them, just go to a Big B Coffee, go through the drive-thru, show them your work ID. If you show up, and, and we've been incredibly lenient and flexible in every possible sure. way. If someone shows up in scrubs or... A police officer shows up in a police car, they get a free cup of coffee and it's on us. And the local owner operators of Big B Coffees who have been incredible in supporting this from the top down, from the bottom up, Big B has been extraordinary in doing this work, have been all in on this. And these are our local owner operators who in many respects, like our firm, are part of their communities across Michigan, small towns, Mm -hmm. big cities, they're all over. And they were just fully and enthusiastically supportive of this. As of right now, we believe that we've probably served about 10,000, maybe more cups of coffee. Wow. We're frankly just getting started with this. So yeah, we're thrilled with the message that it sent. Our partnership with Big B has been wonderful in many different ways, not just on the substantive level of the project that we're working with them together, but just getting to know them and their organization and the people behind it has been absolutely inspiring. So that is a lot of coffee, Mark. Who's paying for it? We're doing all of the television advertising for it, okay. which we estimate to be significant in terms of the value of it. And they're providing the coffee. Great. It's a perfect right down the middle partnership. All right. So obviously taking care of our first responders is incredibly important in these times. But there are a lot of people who have physical needs. There are a lot of people who are sick. There are a lot of people, regardless of coronavirus, COVID-19, that might need blood. There are massive shortages of blood because there aren't blood drives where right. people can go and put 100 people in a room all together donating blood. And we've seen the massive shortage nationwide, the American Red Cross uh, and blood banks. So in addition to the partnership with Big Big Coffee, you also are now working with the American Red Cross. I saw the commercial this morning as I was getting up and watching the news. So can you walk us through that? Sure. You know, we keep asking ourselves, what can we do next? What can we do next? Mm-hmm. You know, while we're helping our clients and, and doing the work that we do at our law firm, what are the other needs in our community right now that we can help in some meaningful way? And the American Red Cross, of course, is central to making sure that anybody that needs a blood transfusion and that need has not dropped in any significant way has the blood available to literally save their lives. Yeah. And the way in which they normally gather blood or obtain blood donations is just has been significantly disrupted. 
Mm-hmm. But you can still do this. You can still donate blood. Every two seconds, somebody needs a blood transfusion in the United States. Every two seconds. Wow. And so the normal ways in which blood drives occur have been significantly disrupted at churches, at synagogues, in community groups, mm-hmm. across our state. But the need has still, has still continued. And so we reached out to the American Red Cross. It also in a very, very, you know, one of the things that's been very interesting in this moment has been the normal cycle that takes place in building relationships that would typically take months to establish um, occur with a, uh, a speed that is, in my experience, completely unprecedented. So if we call the Red Cross, Within three or four days, we're shooting this ad at a Red Cross location in in Lansing where people are still going to give blood, where it's still extremely safe, where there's social distancing put in place, and where we really need to get people to go, not just Lansing, but there there are other locations across Michigan. And we just figured there's a way to highlight this using, again, some of the things that that we're good at, which is marketing and getting messages out about how to help people. So the Red Cross has been, again, another extraordinary partnership that we've developed over this period of time. And we're so thrilled and grateful and honored to work with them. And it's just so great to get the word out about, yes, you can still donate blood. And like you said, it's an extremely safe thing to do. There's social distancing. These are medical professionals. They know exactly how to do this kind of thing. They know exactly how to do this and keep people safe. And the need is huge. And and I do think that this, again, is resonating in the sense that we talked about where's the puck going? You know, people, when this started, were fearful and anxious about isolation. How do we stay connected with each other? And people in our community have figured that out, making phone calls, using Zoom, listening, you know, listening to podcasts, connecting with each other in new and, and unique ways. Then they look for ways to express gratitude when they're observing society and the heroes that are stepping up. That's what the, in some respects, that's in a small way, that's what the Big B program and project is about. And then people, after they've acclimated and realize, okay, I've settled into this new normal, so to speak. Now, how can I help? In addition to doing the things that I'm doing in my life with my family and my, perhaps with my children or my parents, what's the next thing I can do? You can give blood. It's not financial. Just make an appointment, get in your car, go to a Red Cross location and give blood and literally save a life in doing that. So full disclosure, I was not born in Michigan. I moved to Michigan in 2011, and I really fell in love with the area and the sense of community here in Southeast Michigan. And your family and your firm has certainly shown that as leaders in the community and these great partnerships that you forge with Bigby, with the Red Cross. And I think a lot of businesses at this point are so worried about their bottom line and so worried about cash flow, and rightfully so, that they're just worried about how am I going to stay in business and pay my employees. And it certainly is a credit to the Bernstein family that you've taken this initiative and all this media inventory that you have and worked out these great partnerships in the community. It really is a credit to your firm and your family. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. But, you know, we're still working at this. And we're also focusing on our, at the same time on our clients, on their cases, on protecting their legal rights, on advancing their claims, and doing so without any disruption or interruption. All of our staff, everybody in our firm is working without layoffs, without disruption. We've spent a great deal of energy over the last several years preparing for disaster-related circumstances. We never thought it would relate to this type of a pandemic situation. Sure. Although, frankly, this is far more predictable than, than I think many people realize. But it was mostly, what if there was a fire? 
What if there was a tornado? What if there was uh, something that prevented us from getting into our office for whatever reason? And so we've built a capability, uh, pretty significant capabilities that permit us to work remotely. Everybody in our firm is working remotely right now. You can have the best plans in place, and we do have very good plans and great, and all the resources that, that, that you need. But in the course of roughly a week, we went from having about 120 people show up every day in our, at our office to having zero people show up in our office. Right. And, and rapidly deployed the resources necessary in order to keep people working. And we have a unique situation. Our firm represents people. We hold on to sensitive information. Um, this is not an easy thing to do remotely. And so we're doing it in ways that protect the health and safety of our own employees and also advancing the interests of all of our clients at the same time. No uh, surprise to anybody that you're a pro, Mark, because you answered the next question I was about to ask, which is about your business and how you're staying in business. So before I even asked it, so well done. Uh, We want to thank you for your time today and thank you for all the partnerships that the Sam Bernstein Law Firm is involved with here in Southeast Michigan and the work that you're doing and the awareness you're raising for some people that really need a lot of help, whether it's people who are sick or people who are caring for the sick. Thanks for your time today. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Michigan Motors Forward is produced by Jag and Detroit Podcasts in partnership with Tanner Friedman Strategic Communications. Subscribe for free on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found.